Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. So I found that earlier, Brad, that the government of the United Kingdom paid a hundred grand for a podcast and uh, they only got kind of like 8,000 listens. So that's a thousand per episode for the, the, the eight series. See, right. that's, that's where they're going wrong. Rather than spending that much money in order to, you know, plan it out fully, they just need to get two twats from Birmingham <laughs> to just completely wing it. And you still do a better job than what they've done. So I can confirm that this podcast is taxpayer friendly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get the taxpayers alliance involved because they are wet dickheads, (laughs) to say the least. Completely moist. But Swinging Through Spider-Man, a Spider-Man history podcast, I've got to change that, it's not a Spider-Man history podcast, is taxpayer friendly. So welcome to the show. I'm James, that's Brad. Each week, we go through a comic from the Amazing Spider-Man line by Stan Lee, Steve Ditko, and now John Romita Sr. And read them for the very first time. And how has that journey been, Brad? Been one hell of a ride, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's, a, that's saying something. So, that's, that's saying the least amount possible on the matter, to be fair. Um, I think it's safe to say we're starting to get our... our, our Tippy toes and our fingertips onto the side wall of the Spider-Man universe, and we're slowly crawling up it. We're recognizing things rips. and tropes. We're there. We're, we're there. there. But uh, no, what happened last time, Brad? Because it was a bit of a shock ending. It was a. Uh, um, essentially, Spider-Man tussled with Mister Octopus again. Um, at the latest science fair, because these things are a dime a dozen nowadays, um, left Peter in a conundrum where he either drops a uh, nuclear reactor on the innocents down below or catches Doc Ock. But obviously, Peter doing all those things that responsibility calls for caught the nuclear. Uh, what was it called? It was the nullifier. The yeah, nullifier. The... That's <laughs> the one. Such a shit name. Um, but on top of that, we had this little side story where Aunt Maze just sort of popped into the good old coffee bean to be like, <laughs> by the way, I'm renting out my house. And it's just like, Aunt May, you're sub-renting as well, you twat. And that left us with the shock ending where Doc Ock set a trap for Spider-Man. As far as um, Doc Ock knows, the trap worked the hideout blew up and Spider-Man was caught up in the explosion. He wasn't. Doc Ock thinks he's free to go on with his life of crime and rebuild his criminal empire that Spider-Man helped shatter. Yeah, rebuild, rebuild that empire straight from Aunt May's rented room. <laughs> yeah, so that we have this final panel where he's answering an advert about lodgings at Aunt May's house. And that is where the new issue picks up. We're on Amazing Spider-Man issue 54, we're on episode 60 or something now at this point because of all the annuals and extras we've done. But issue 54, Brad, shall we get into it? Damn straight. I just want to have a little caveat here. 
right? Um, remember how last episode we were uh, ripping the shit out of the Coffee Bean logo? Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, since then, I've actually been uh, schooled by <laughs> <laughs> by Dr. Spider, who uh, who basically said, like, that the... Uh, that the logo is like infamous, and it's what was it? It's 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 an actual pun, but it flew completely over my head at the time. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it was um, what is it? Uh, yes, that's the one. It was a beatnik bean. Okay. Huh? Yeah, like a beatnik was like is like one of those um one of the oh, yeah. cool cats with the the bongo drums that speaks like the spoken word poetry. <laughs> Rivers flow within Spider Man, make him angry, make him flexy. <laughs> <laughs> is that like that? <laughs> yeah, like that. Like and then just like occasionally just like on the no no it's it's more like a angry river spidey. Spidey is a flexi. Shoots a web out his arms. It's more angry than that usually. <laughs> it's literally a terrible pun. Make kind of makes me hate it even more. Not happy with that. <laughs> Issue fifty-four of the Amazing Spider-Man, Brad. It begins with Doctor Octopus becoming the new tenant of Peter, Par- Peter Parker's Aunt May. I mean, I love the fact that they don't gloss over the fact. Because it, it's literally page one, the tentacles and the trap. And it, yeah, you're hearing for some shit here. Yeah, folks. it's um, it's it's Doc Ock answering the ad, talking to Aunt May, and is immediately like, "Yes, you remember me, right? When I kidnapped you?" And she's just like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> when I locked the door and didn't let you out. Yes, <laughs> funny times. <laughs> Can I live with you? yes we have history that makes it all the more better I'm looking for airbnbs of (laughs) 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 4.5 he's turned up on Aunt May's doorstep looking for lodgings and she is still she's you know she was charmed by him last time and she's amazed that you know the world famous Dr. Octopus wants to come to her house be her lodger you know that place is just like Filled to the brim with doilies. Like, <laughs> everywhere you look, there's a doily on something that doesn't need to have a doily. Like, like even the doilies have doilies. <laughs> well, Dr. Octopus has come literally cap in hand, mate. This is the wanted ad. I must, I must answer this. <laughs> do you, do you drink semi-skimmed or skimmed milk? I need to know. Dietary <laughs> requirements, you see. I want to know where his arms are. They're either in that briefcase or under that coat, and I don't think they're under that coat. I don't know. I reckon they like hug him <laughs> when when he's when he's got when he's got his anorak on. Just sort of just really give him a tight squeeze as he's walking around. Life is not solitary because I have a sweet embrace in my arms all the time. <laughs> like like he's he's basically using the arms as a girdle, like holding <laughs> in them pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well he's on Aunt May's doorstep and Aunt May's a bit reluctant he's working the charms but Aunt May goes didn't you have a whole thing with the police didn't they arrest you he goes ah my dear a true error a true error on your behalf <laughs> the newspaper they got it all wrong 
I was a scientist there preventing the robbery. I was not the robber, but the <laughs> stopper. But of course. <laughs> and she just, she's done for it. And Aunt May is in. Uh, Aunt May lets Doc Ock him. And Mate, this, it's a perfect cover for him, basically. This guy's got as much charm about him as like a week old banana skin peel as literally in the gutter of New York City streets. Yeah, imagine if this was like your mum or my mum or you or me or anyone we know kind of letting out a spare room and he turns up like, hello, I've responded to your advert. To be like, yeah, they sent the house. <laughs> so, yeah. so, pull down the advert, pull down the advert. Well, for one, I'd, 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 be a bit, I'd be a bit wary of the fact that it's like this middle-aged single man who clearly has a body pillow in his uh, in his briefcase there. <laughs> How dare you insult my wife? <laughs> you know he's the kind of geezer that watches anime and then like on the birthday of of said character he has like a little cupcake in front of the screen. I think he said I think he's an anime guy. And that's that's no slight an anime, but Definitely an anime guy. Like, like don't get me wrong, I'm an anime guy myself, but you get to a certain age where you realise it's trash but you still love it. I do feel like Miyazaki would be disappointed in Anna because <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion lacked, simply lacked half. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That's him. That's him. That is him. Well, Spider-Man's looking to beat his ass to a pulp at the moment. Well, he did just explode a bomb right in his face. <laughs> He's stalking the city looking for the now elusive Dr. Octopus, but to no avail. Heading back to his flat, Changing into his civvies, Peter Parker settles. Peter Parker, Peter Parker settles down, but uh, it's it's short lived. I don't. It's not that it's short lived. It's that he just gets in situations. But we're heading back to Doctor Octopus, who's now setting up base in Aunt May's spare room. He his arms are in the suitcase. Oh my god! I thought the whole thing was that they were fused to his body. I don't know anymore. <laughs> he, he had the accident. And then it was like, oh, you know what, whatever. Roll with it. He believes, fully believes that Spider-Man's dead, by the way. Yeah, he's literally living his best life. Yeah, yeah, he's living that best life. The powerful arms, um, all controlled by his mind, helping him set up the base. It's the new cotch, the new setup. Here is my battle station. Three monitors. And two graphics cards put together. Perfect. Good afternoon, MTV. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> well, he's going to get back in full command of the gang. <laughs> Could you just imagine that moment, you know, in MTV where they always got to show you what's in the fridge? There's <laughs> oh. <laughs> always that big double-sided fridge as well. Like, like it pretty much be half the episode, just him going through <laughs> his spice rack. <laughs> Cardamon. <laughs> but he's waiting to kind of take control of the master planner gang that he's just left hanging for 22 issues. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely 22 issues. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So what's he been doing this whole time? Fucking around. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Honestly, just fucking around. He was... I think he may have been in prison for a little bit, got let out. I don't know because it did explain in probably the last issue what exactly happened. And I forgot. I've completely uh, forgotten. I'm sorry, guys. I got to tell you, right? 
I actually just caught up with One Punch Man. It, it was pretty <laughs> fantastic, guys. I can't believe I've, I've left left it for so long. I'm so upset. I cannot give it five stars on Netflix. It's just a simple thumbs up. It's a binary system. <laughs> So he's setting up the base in the spare room, re-establishing the criminal empire. All this work, mate, as you can see while he's live streaming to the gang, is actually... <laughs> oh my God, it's fantastic. He actually bro. is. He actually is live streaming to the gang. Art, mate, it's fucking up Art Mate's TV. Do you reckon he's got Twitch Premium? <laughs> that's, that's a perfect time to plug, mate. That's a perfect time, <laughs> to, perfect plug. time to plug. You can find me on Twitch at JamoAV. 1982. That's it. Plug, Bang on. Plug over. Plug over. That's, that's <laughs> it for now. Harry Osborne in the flat with Peter Parker. He's happy. Pete's back. Wow. I get to, I can hang out with him. Hey, Pete, you want some breakfast? Pete, of course, is uh, mixing the old web fluid. Oh, no. Why can't he just, you know, rent out some garage somewhere? Like, that would literally be all he has to do. Mixing the old web fluid together, I don't think it just. <laughs> oh, that's rude. But to be fair, as a science major, it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be out uncharacteristic for him to be running experiments, would it? Surely no, not. Harry walks in there. The Spider-Man costumes hanging over his closet door. There's web shooters here, and he's mixing an adhesive. Hey, Peter, are you are you the Spider-Man? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't get you can't get out of that one, Brad. He's just knocking on the door and like Pete Pete will do anything to not get caught, so he just like scream on masturbating. Well Pete is um Harry goes, You want to get some breakfast? Let's go out. Pete says, I'll be a second and has to put all his all his shit away. And by me, the time me, he's ready, he's just hearing the whole room getting turned upside down. <laughs> and he comes out, he says, uh, we ready? Did someone say breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> and Harry's Harry's not about it he took fucking ages I am gone mate I'm fed up of this shit and Harry walks out that's a piss Pete... take man because he's literally took two panels <laughs> you don't know how long these two panels are man well I can clearly see him shutting his closet in one door and then the, do- the closet shut in the next and then he's just sort of like tucking his belt in and then he's opened the door he's like yeah I'm ready and like Harry's not even been out of the door yet. They're still in the same apartment. And he's just like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going. He's just like, I'm going without you. And he's just like, why you got to be like that? <laughs> he's gone. I've got to I've got to go dad, meet my dad. That's where he's gone. To refresh, Pete heads out on his bike. He's now got a helmet. Oh, oh, safe, safe to. Yeah, it's like a little brain bucket, like a little white brain bucket. You know, oh, the World War yeah, I helmet. Yeah, it's hard cap, that is. Military <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, he heads out. He wants to find more about Doc Ock, so he goes to the Daily Bugle, but he doesn't get any leads because, of course, J. Jonah Jameson is no help. But he does gain a new fan. The city editor, Joe Robertson, is a big fan of his photos, and he wants Pete to go out and get some photos of Doc Octopus. Fucking good luck with that, pal. Good God, Joe Robinson, man. After a run at his, or he bumps into Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane for two kind of panels that don't matter. And he thinks, you know, Aunt May's alone, Anna May's gone. I'm going to ride around to see her. I feel as though they only inc- include, like, one or two of these panels every now and again, just to let you know that, like, this is still a thing, guys. It, it, Peter's still got these strings with people. 
jazz hands. Yeah, jazz hands. <laughs> like, like really ch- clunky. Like, like just literally like <laughs> intermission. We we interrupt this Spider-Man story to bring you Peter's love life. It's not even his love life. He walks past and people are like, how has he got them girls on strings if you take away his looks in his brain? He's got fuck all. Isn't that all a person person (laughs) is? (laughs) You can't be much more than your looks or your personality. If you took away his looks, his brain, his spinal fluid, his sternum, his rib cage, his feet, his arms, his legs. (laughs) It'd be nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, nothing. You know what it'd be, Bob? It'd be a pair of eyeballs. (laughs) (laughs) No one wants to date a pair of eyeballs. As he nears the door, his spider senses explode, so he's heading up the path to Armaze and he's panicking. His spider senses explode like they've never done before. He jumps into the house, he sprints in, opens the door. What does he say? Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Elton John, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like Alan John, <laughs> I'm a rocket man. It's a little bit funny. <laughs> this feeling inside—that's so perfect. Not one of those that can easily hurt. <laughs> just like Art oh, just like, ooh, you, 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 you tease. And he runs in and screams, "It's Doctor Octopus!" And Art says, "Yes." <laughs> who else would it be he's having a nice cuppa as well Dr Octopus he's sitting down with a nice glass of cup of tea I thought he was a pinky out kind of bloke to be fair he's almost there <laughs> almost oh my there. god no check out the speech bubble check out the speech bubble holy fuck he literally says I dabble in a bit of science myself so here's the scene Dr Octopus in a tub a turquoise per- Turtleneck, mirrored blue shades, bowl cut, <laughs> double chins, and a double breasted green blazer with a pink glass of tea, hot tea, pinky sticking out. I dabble in a bit of science myself. <laughs> I reckon this is as far as as Willem Dafoe got. <laughs> and he was just like, I gotta add that. I gotta put that line in. Green Goblin's gonna say that. Aunt May sitting down for tea with Dr. Octopus. What does Pete do next, Brad? Don't tell me he pulls up a pure. No, he goes, he's a fucking menace. <laughs> Fair play. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is, this is the correct response. And Dr. Octopus says, he's just emotional. He's a teenager. He's not sitting down watching Twitch streams over and over. He's got too much energy, too much bollocks, too much cojones. <laughs> he needs to chill out. This and enjoy this Twitch content by this Jamo AV. It is uh, quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and Pete, uh, Aunt May steps in front and says, Pete, you fuck, you, you are too excited. You're a fragile little boy. Yeah, he's innocent. He's just trying to stop horrible Spider-Man. And Pete, oh, he's just about to tell his aunt to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Octopus steps up with a cigarette, mate. Look, he's smoke- lighting up in the background. Mate, the place is lit. He's actually lighting up a cigarette in the background. He takes a big drag. <laughs> Perhaps, may, may, may I interlude, May? Perhaps if you'll let me speak to him alone. I wrong. I, I sought him. 
I shot the boy. I shot the boy man to man. Almost word to word what he says. <laughs> it's so bad. And then when Art May steps out, he grabs Pete by the lapel. Listen, you fucking punk, and listen well. Hmm. One more fucking peep to your aunt, the papers, or the cops, and there'll be curtains for you and your aunt. That's rough. You fucking jabroni. Oh, you got to imagine how much, like, Peter's piss must be boiling right now as well. Considering, oh, considering, like... Fucking nut him. Like, like, literally just drop the nut on him, man. Use, use like, the double arm punch down. Because the thing is, he's like, yeah, yeah, he's got his fucking robotic arms. Well, he's not wearing them now, is he? He's just a fucking man. He's just a bloke. <laughs> he's giving him the Tony fucking Soprano in his own living room. He is, you know, he's proper, like, got him by the scruff of his neck and that. Nah, mate. The thing is, why don't Pete just drop the nut on him? Because, like, oh, here's the thing, right? I'm getting furious. I am fucking angry. I, I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if Pete drops the nut on him, that's, like, not out of character for a teenage lad to do to us with an intruder in his fucking aunt's house. Like, a literal criminal. The thing is, Aunt May, she can't take drama because her heart will pop. That's a good point. That's the thing holding him back because he does say, "I'd have him right now." He does right here because he hasn't even got his arms on. You could just fucking break him. That's what I'm saying. He's just a guy. <laughs> but that is the measure of the man because most people in life are just guys. But it's the aura they emit as well. That's a good point. And he's, like, he's he's emitting eleven herbs and spices. I'll tell you that now. You can fucking smell it on my sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like calamaro. <laughs> he, wa- he wants fucking octopus gone since he's a criminal. And Pete is powerless to do anything and leaves the house with vengeance in mind. And man, fucking hell, is he ready to pop? Look, I can just imagine Peter just. He's as well. No, he's literally stalking the house. He's just like, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> he's literally just imagine Spider Man on the lawn doing a fucking hack out, just waiting for octopus to come out. You come outside, you motherless fuck. <laughs> no, he's standing next to the bike, like L.A. Noir, like leaning around the fucking tree trunk, looking at his own house. And imagine, I want a panel here in between where they look out the window and just see him like, just looking, looking across the street. He waits until night, gets changed into his Spider-Man gear and carries on waiting until he gets an opportunity. So, Dr. Ox... Octopus takes a delivery of new equipment and settles down in, in his makeshift lab. He's getting to work. And remember, he thinks Spider-Man's is, dead. This is just a domestic bedroom as well. There's no lot of ventilation shit in there. There's no safety <laughs> stuff. <laughs> He's literally just had some fucking toxic chemicals. He's like, my, my, the cat is dead. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's fumes in there, and he thinks Spider-Man's dead. And what pops up pops up on the wall? It is the spider signal. He's literally flipping his shit, man. Like May's banging on the wall next to him, like keep it down. You're on thin ice, son. <laughs> <laughs> you were dead, <laughs> literally. But Spidey's plan doesn't work because he knows that May's home. He can't kick off, so he's got to lure Doctor Octopus out. But Doctor Octopus is not leaving the room. Oh, he just sets the gang on Spider-Man. 
The, ga- the gang are just people as well. <laughs> gang are just lads. Literally just lads. Lads on top. Tommy Phil, David Joshua. The lads. <laughs> the, 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 the geezers. Tommy Phil, Greg, David Joshua. Mac. Mac. Gag. No, no. <laughs> George Phil. Rob. I reckon, Robbo. I reckon there's a Tony in there somewhere. Anthony. Tony. Both of them. <laughs> Anthony and Tony. <laughs> Jeremiah <laughs> you're taking a piss now <laughs> is he the uh, the one Amish guy <laughs> he's just, like he's wearing a ski mask but his beard's still popping out the bottom of it I won't touch a gun fellas I won't do it <laughs> give me a sword give me a scimitar <laughs> <laughs> it ain't much but it's an honest living but Uck is no fool man he sets the gang on uh, Spidey and they assault Spidey, who's kind of staking out the house. Kick him, click the guy swings him on a rope, kicks Spider Man clean off a wall. You know, it's the Amish one. There's no, there's no tech in that, mate. Yeah, there's no, there's no way any of the others would know how to, how to wield a rope like that, man. <laughs> they, they, them Amish fuckers don't have cranes. They have to get about via rope. That's a churning butter technique. <laughs> Just ima- imagine being kicked by a guy swinging from a rope as Spider-Man. That must feel so insulting. It's just like, that's, that's my <laughs> shtick. Spider-Man's kicked you square off a rope. <laughs> <laughs> but Spider-Man recovers and he sets to work fighting. The stakes are raised now, man. He knows he's got to beat these gang of goons and then he's got to beat Dr. Octopus because Aunt May is here and vulnerable. Spider- right, Spider-Man needs to just stop now and start carrying a knife. I'm getting fed up with this. <laughs> Imagine if he had just had a, a scrap of Dr. Octopus. He just stabbed like, him. Hello. And he just gets stabbed. <laughs> oh, <no>. Please. Not <laughs> oh, like this. No. You pull him up by the scruff of the neck and be like, who's the fucking big bollocks now? Please. Call 911. Because that's the thing, man. Like, if I was in Peter's shoes now, there'd be no niceties involved whilst, whilst like, my family's involved. Is there, is there, like, a Spider-Man that's willing to kill? No, Spider-Man Noir, he kills, doesn't he? He literally carries a piece. Get this guy a gun, rock up to fucking Dr. Cross and give him the fucking mafia, blam, 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 blam. <laughs> Just literally, like... Like one of them uh, old eighties movies where they shoot the ge- where they, they they shoot the geese are getting shot by various multiple angles and he's just getting absolutely obliterated. Yeah, Spider Man's there wiping the gun. Doc Ock blooded up, all dead. May it was a fucking Italians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, those Italians. <laughs> but no, the stakes are raised. He knows he's got to save Aunt May. Doctor Octopus watches on silently out the window. <laughs> <laughs> clenching his fist this, going they're all fucking losing <laughs> this, this is a fucking urban environment this <laughs> <is> literal street <laughs> like Spider-Man can't even swing up anything because he's literally just a suburb rows of houses in a suburb <laughs> just an all out war just, you know gassing him kicking the shit out of him but Spider-Man Stands together, knocking heads together, man. Really taking lads out. Literally, like, smacking the heads. This is a uh, Pleasant Dreams playmates. The whole street's gathered up to see, and Dr. Octopus is just looking out the window. He actually says, I am the only one strong enough and clever enough to defeat him. Why the fuck did I do this? 
So he's got to get out of the house. But um, the gang, has, well, the gang have been beaten. The master planners gang have been beaten. A crowd has gathered to kind of shout at Spider-Man because he's causing a real ruckus in suburban America. Oh yeah, and and li- the guy's literally dressed up as like the Foot Clan. <laughs> That's my fucking lawn. <laughs> <laughs> no lawns, lawns are serious business, man. I was about to say, I remember you telling me about this before. I've read, I must have read a three thousand pa- word article on fucking lawns, and it's just how pe- how they were developed and how people take them so seriously because it's just that little bit of fucking fresh land that you own, the only <laughs> bit of fresh land between acres of fucking pavement. <laughs> There's no trees. There's nothing. It's just your, your little bit of grass. Ah, America. It's a haircut for your house, man. <sighs> Mate, it is. A haircut for my house is getting the fucking solar panels done. <laughs> that's, that's That's true. And um, but the the suburban crowd they're not too happy, and who's there? Aunt May has left the building and oh. she's on the street, which gives Spider Man the best chance he's got to give Ock a good fucking slap, a good scene to, yeah, really good scene to give him the fucking Barry beat down right on his stomach. Fair play. The thing is, is like after Spider Man's beat up all these goons, he starts webbing them together all back to back and that. Like, at what point do you reckon, like, the first goon that was just like, we should have sided with Kingpin. We, sh- we, sh- we should have done that. <laughs> Where is Pink- Kingpin now, do you think? Monaco. What? Or the Mon- I can't even do it anymore. I've lost it. You've lost it, man. You know what I've mean? lost it. Kingpin needs to come back into it, then we'll we'll be able to pick it back up, man. You'll feel the power <sighs> then. <laughs> doubt. There's just doubt inside <laughs> me. I'm just full of nothing but cancerous doubt eating me alive so Spider-Man has a chance to attack Doc Ock and by fucking gosh he does he goes straight for the window it's literally like in case, <laughs> Boom. In case of emergency throw this geezer out the fucking house <laughs> and Doc Ock turns around screaming no Spider-Man <laughs> but the thing is we know that Doc Ock is like he's supposed to be smarter than this he's supposed to be stronger than this and he's literally lying in wait in, a, in essentially like a lunchbox ready for Spider-Man to pounce. Like literally in four walls of pain. Is, why, why is he not doing it? Why hasn't he got the high ground? What, what's going on? He gets shut down pretty quickly. Doc Ock gives him the whole I'll strangle you the tentacles and Spidey acts dead and let Doc do the whole I fucking got you again. And um, before leaping into a punch and surprising him, bang on the jaw, man. Oh, that one punch. Boom. But Aunt May's creeping up them stairs. And she is shocked when she enters the room. Oh, Spider-Man. It's just comic. It's just Dragon Con. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please, woman. <laughs> look, look, Doc Ock has a Patreon. Please, this is a cost that has spent ages putting the cardboard cardboard tubes together for these arms. <laughs> please, please. This is millions of toilet rolls. <laughs> Aunt May bursts in and she faints. It's too much shock for her. But just before she goes, Doc Ock pins the whole thing on Spider Man. He broke in. It was him. Oh, I swear. Course. 
<laughs> man, man just chat shit. <laughs> yeah. Every time he opens his mouth, man, it's nothing but lies. Uh, Doc Octopus puts his hands around his briefcase and vacates the property, but not before he invites Spider-Man to finish the battle. He goes, come on, let's 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 fucking go. But obviously, Spider like he doesn't realise that Spider-Man is gonna care, care way, way more about Aunt May's state. Well, Aunt May's there, fainted. And it's because of Spider-Man. She fainted because of Spider-Man. So as Doc Ock flees, like his goddamn potato boss fucking in the sky. I love how his, how his chubby little toddler body has been reduced to literally holding shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Spider-Man holds his Aunt May and realising that she fears Spider-Man and he rips off his mask. That I am, they've got nothing to fear. I'll prove it. Just won't open your eyes and wake up. Fucking like, really shaking up by each shoulder. Just like, come on, look up. Oh, he's literally just rolling about in her head. Yeah. <laughs> just shaking her. <laughs> it's a big snap. <laughs> the fucking head fell off. <laughs> no, he's, he's revealed his face to her, but she's she's passed out. Right, yeah. He wants her to know that it's Peter. Like every, Peter. everything that's been said is lies about him. Pete calls the doctor. Wait, 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 wait. Right, why does she believe the bugle about how much of a menace Spider-Man is, but doesn't believe the bugle over how much of a criminal Ock is? It's that old man charm he's got. (laughs) It's that old country charm. That's exactly what it is, man. Pete calls the doctor and changes, waiting, waiting for that doctor. And thankfully, he gets it all clear. Aunt May's okay, but very barely. This anything happens, she's gone again. Oh no, man! This bitch has been, been a, here before. She's... We've been fucking here before. <laughs> you don't know Fred for a very long time, man. <laughs> and that's well, that's that. He gets the uh, the all clear. Aunt May's kind of comatose. There's a big fucking hole in the wall. <laughs> 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 last few panels Pete says I've got to get a plaster now <laughs> As, uh, Dr. Octopus's plan all along I won't kill you Spider-Man but I'll make sure this bitch needs a good plasterer <laughs> curse you walk in your need for home improvements <laughs> He's literally just ranting at the hole in the wall, <laughs> both fists in the air, like curses. And Peter is really trying not to swear. Like, Uck broke through it for only one reason. He wanted to flaunt his strength. Was it out of pure cussedness? Ooh. Well, now he'll learn how cussed I can be. Ooh, menacing. Imagine if Spider-Man was British, though. I mean, you fucking cunt, you fucking... <laughs> if Spider-Man was British, you literally like every other speech bubble would be like, you what, mate? Excuse me, fucking doctor. I am fucking... You think, you think you're mad if I'm paying for this, you know? <laughs> you're fucking dizzy. <laughs> like, like British Spider-Man would actually carry a knife. <laughs> You you fucking come here. No, you you come here and you look at what you've done. Could you imagine Craven the Hunter in like Adidas, like leopard print gear? And one of one of them shitty little pouches. 
<laughs> oh man, I've got to draw a roster of the Spider-Man villains now as British thugs. That'd be I like absolutely it, Brad. fantastic. Please do. No, that you were you you were, that is now locked in. Like like <laughs> Green Goblin wouldn't be flying a glider; it'd literally just be a rocket-powered troller that's been robbed from <laughs> Asda car park <laughs> with a, with a bag of cans only wrapped around and knotted onto the handle. I reckon he can ferment apple cider vinegar in, back into cider. Probably just by distilling oh, it through his wise, pits. Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Pete is cussing at the hole in the wall, angry, and he swears to find and cancel out Dr. Octopus. And that's what we'll we'll find out in the next issue. That's the end. Brilliant. I'm not gonna lie, man, Doc Ock is probably one of my favourite villains. it's always it's always a hoot when the octopus is in town. He needs a good fucking slap. Oh yeah, really. he definitely needs that. He hasn't had a good slap for a while. Well, he got that that punch to the jaw. Oh no, but he needs a good fucking like a proper beat down. Like, yeah. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. I wrote your slap. But yeah, that's the end of the podcast, Brad. Any any final thoughts, mate? Um, about this issue Man needs to find like a painter decorator that can work like on, on a uh on a retainer basis. Wait, what I've got to say is if Spider Man is so concerned with the well being of his aunt's house, why would you jump through the windows? That's a good point. Although it was, I've, I think it was just literally like I don't have time to get in and up the stairs and sort him out. Like that room's going to be a wreck anywhere. I've got to get him out somehow, quickest way possible, so that I'm I know Ross went through the wall of his own volition, but he's he's going through that wall one way or another. Spider Man's chucking him through that wall. <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> is he saying that if he's thrown that man through the wall? I don't think so. But the thing is, is like when I when I see like Duck's arms and that, I'm just thinking like, imagine how much space those fellas take up. Like, and that's just a regular domestic room. I don't know if rooms in America are bigger. I'm guessing yes. But even then, there's not enough to fucking house, like, the whole of, like, Spider-Man and Ock in one room having a fight. <laughs> it's, it's pretty ridiculous. But then again, is that the whole thing with um, Spider-Verse, spoiler, spoiler alert-ish, when they uh they start fight, fighting at um Aunt May's house, no for scrap. Yeah, they have a big old scrap there. Have you watched it yet? You haven't, you? No, I haven't. No, but uh, it's not really that much of a spoiler. But I'll get I'll get around to it eventually. You, you definitely should, mate. It's a treat. So next time, Spidey cannot suspect the startling fate that awaits him when he meets Doctor Octopus again. Next issue, be here when disaster strikes Spider Man. Brad, where can people find you if they want to? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Slothzilla uh, UK. I genuinely don't use it. Um, but you can find us at Spidey Podcast on Twitter and also at, um, what is it? Is it Spidey, Spidey Podcast at Gmail? Um, Swinging Free Spider-Man at gmail.com. That's the fella. If you want to send us any uh, any emails, any fan mail, um, yeah, we'd like, any, we'd like to hear from you. Any questions? You know, pick our brains about stuff. We always enjoy hearing your feedback, as well as reviews. If you'd like to leave us a review on um, on any of the po- podcast platforms, um, iTunes is probably our favourite to get, have reviews on. Would you say? Yeah, I'd appreciate that. I think we both appreciate that. Uh, 
anything is uh is welcome any feedback's welcome we'd appreciate hearing from you and uh, any spider-man stories or anything you've got anything that we've uh brought up for you any spider-man issues um we'd just love to hear off you in general um you can find me as we said streaming now on twitch at jamo av 1982 and yeah we'll we'll be doing some of that maybe some marvelly or spider-man stuff if we can get around to it i'm pretty sure we probably can but yeah thank you for listening find us at spidey podcast and we'll see you very soon for issue 55 of the amazing spider-man can you believe it brad i can't believe it man i can't even believe we've been going for over a year unbelievable yeah we're in our second year now so 2017 2018 2019 that's free you hold that on your fingers that's free mate (laughs) you know what i mean i'll take it I'll take it. But yeah, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you soon. Goodbye and thanks.